somewhere around the world. An amazing thing is happening as we speak. In fact, probably many places around the world, many amazing things are happening about which you and I at this point know absolutely nothing. It was thus on the day of Pentecost. The great crowds in the city of Jerusalem had no idea at the time of what was going on in that room where the apostles were sheltering. And yet something amazing was happening. Those fearful men who knew the gospel right up to Jesus' resurrection, knew the whole message, were just not able to do anything you know, that Christ had told them to do, go out to the world and tell the good news until somehow the Spirit of God at work in their hearts changed their lives. No one else saw that until later, but an amazing thing was happening. And those amazing things, since the Spirit still works among us, those amazing things are happening now, unknown to most of us most of the time. There is, for an example, a young man, a senior teenager, if you like, who talks to me, communicates with me on social media. And he's going through something, I think, that is a work of the Spirit. Coming out of a pretty conventional Catholic family and conventional Catholic schooling, actual living faith, religion has never you know, meant a great deal to him. It's just that thing that goes on in the background of your, your Catholic life. But right now, his heart is stirring. <laughs> um, comes through the things that he says quite clearly. You know, he wants more. And he realizes that that more that he wants out of his life is something to do with connecting with Jesus and having the courage to live with freedom and, and, and difference from the people around him, you know, to a certain extent, at any rate. The things of going to the pub on the Friday night or whatever, it, it's all beginning to seem like not enough. That spirit that moves our hearts is at work. At the other end of the scale, there was an old man years ago in my life who called for the priest. He was, knew he was dying eventually, sooner or later. The uh, cancer I think he had would, would take him. Now, he was utterly unknown in the parish. I think not only to the priest, but to anyone. He was a local resident, if you like, though many, many years before he had been baptized Catholic. As a young fellow, he'd gone off to war. And for those years, he'd lived with the ugliness of that, with the, with the roughness and the off-handedness of soldiers and so on. And he'd, he'd come back, no longer a young fellow with high hopes, but a bloke who just, you know, spent his life with his mates and doing those things that are alleged to be fun and all, all the, But the, at the end, Something was stirring in his heart. And he sent for the priest, of all things. He asked, could I help him? Could I teach him 
to pray and I started giving a discourse on prayer which was no use to him whatsoever. What he meant was would I remind him, teach him the words of the Our Father and those prayers that he might spend his time praying in his way. He'd somehow realise, he'd come to see that while he'd been a good bloke, in many respects his life had been empty of the things that most mattered. The work of the Spirit that leads us to search for what's really good and true and human and with a touch of divine to it. Now these things are going on around the world right now. Possibly in people you know, possibly not. They very rarely come to light. We celebrate one of the great occasions when the work of the Spirit did become a very public thing. When what happened in the privacy of that inner room, as it kind of happens in the privacy of our inner rooms <coughs> often enough, with the apostles, then kind of burst out into public and people could see the power of the Spirit doing things around them. That that happens from time to time. It happened with the apostles. It happened with that stage in the third and fourth century when all sorts of people wanted to go off into the desert and live lives dedicated to, to God and you know, put behind them the things of daily world and all its complications. It happened, um, I guess we won't have too many of them, but you know, the moment of St. Francis, the thing that happened within him that became then a phenomenon in his world and his church. The, the Ignatian moment, uh, Mary MacKillop in our own country in the 19th century, you know. Sometimes these things that happen under the power of the Spirit in the hearts of people become something evident to the public, but not always. So we celebrate the Feast of Pentecost, yes, we can talk about, the prayers do talk about, the birth of the church, you know, the, the power that was unleashed that got the Christian gospel going. But we're not just celebrating that past event. As always with our great feast, we're celebrating what goes on now under God, in his church, in his people, in his world. The power of the Spirit that changes hearts, that calls us to something more that begins bigger things to this day among us. And so we, we celebrate what happened with the apostles. We pray for those whom the Spirit is at present calling to change their hearts and to strike out anew. And we pray for the Spirit to work powerfully across our church and country. O Lord, send forth your Spirit, and we shall be created. You will renew the face of the earth. Let's pray for one another and pray for our world, that those with whom the Spirit is wrestling to change their hearts may respond through the grace of God and do those amazing things that the Spirit calls us to do.